Hey, welcome to Dead 3, episode 4 of our new format. I appreciate all the support, again, that people have lent to me and um, our new podcast format. We're, uh, again, we're on episode 4 and trying to put out two a week. Um, you would, If you subscribe to this, there's been a number of people that have subscribed to this, and uh, we appreciate that. And we're releasing these on Tuesdays and Fridays as our cadence that we're trying to keep. I'm sure things will come up that will stop us from doing that, but um, uh, that is what we're trying to do. And we're trying to get to about 10 to 15 episodes before we start bringing guests on. That's what we've done in the past with our other podcasts. If you're interested in more content for what we have done in the past, we have about 200 episodes under the name Out From The Cube and or uh, Leading From The Arch. There's only a few of them with that second name of Leading From The Arch. There was uh, 160, 170 or so without from the cube you'd be able to find those on spotify and apple and google on all these other ones um, but we do appreciate all the support uh that the the new podcast the new format has given um starting very small and i one thing i really do enjoy about the podcast and social media and starting anything and any initiative like this is i really do actually enjoy the metrics to it i'm in a uh, uh the it software world where i work with teams and i work with releases and getting things out the door and sprints and uh something called a pi a program increment where you have to get x amount of work done and and things of that nature so i i what i enjoy about all that is the numbers and the game gamification to that that I always try to do on a daily and a sprint and a sprint to those that don't know is a kind of a two week or a three week or a four week, you know, um, time box, uh, essentially. And so I, I game, I gamify that, um, is what I do to try to make it really uh, interesting and passionate. And I like to win, uh, in my competitive nature, um, you know, just kind of forces me that direction. So, um, what I enjoy about this new podcast that we're doing is, is just watching those numbers kind of grow. Like, you know, you put something on LinkedIn, you put something on Twitter or Facebook or wherever it might be, and just kind of watching those numbers grow. So the the episode that we released the other day, even in one day was the best day that, you know, it just continues to grow. So really it's social media, but it's uh, the support that you all have given. It was fun waking up this morning and seeing the numbers overnight and seeing that somebody in the Philippines listen to our podcast. Right. And so that, you know, people in Canada are watching, uh, listening to this people in, uh, England and London are listening to this. It's just kind of crazy how from the depths of my basement and my unfinished basement, I do have video going right now. And there's a, uh, a framing of two by fours and insulation. And I'm building a studio here that, um, if we end up putting this on a YouTube channel, you will see. Um, but it's fun watching the growth. It's fun watching people, you know, from, from creating content in a basement, right. Of now people in uh, the Philippines and England uh, listening to this. If you could do this for me though, kind of the plug for the episode and plug for the support and plug for the growth of this podcast that we've created. Um, I do post this most, I do post it a little bit on Twitter and some other places, but the bigger audience and where I spend most of my time is on LinkedIn. If you could do me a favor and you know, I appreciate all the likes, you know, I appreciate the comments that we're starting to receive. If you could just do me the favor of liking, commenting on Instagram or on not Instagram, but on LinkedIn. But if you could also repost that, if you could get that, if you could see it on LinkedIn, if you could go repost it and share it with your audience, right? Um, I've got about 23 or so thousand people that I'm connected with uh, on, on LinkedIn. I've built that up through the years, don't obviously know 23,000 people on a, on a deep level on LinkedIn, but it is fun to be connected with them. But if you could share my podcast 
with your audience on LinkedIn, that would be, you know, I guess what Andy Frisella says, that is the cost of admission, right, to uh, to this, right? Um, but anyway, appreciate that. I've had some great uh, conversations over the past week. I have one of my uh, good friends, a mentor of mine, although he mentioned that I was a mentor of his, which, um, you know, uh, somebody I really look up to here in the uh, St. Louis, St. Charles area where I live, but he shared it with his entire team. And he heads a very uh, big team, does amazing work, and um, he shared it with his whole team. He essentially, you know, had this email with a, a link to what we do here and, and where um, our episodes can be found. And he shared it with his entire, um, you know, I don't know if it's a sales team, but the people that he leads and the group that he uh, works with. And he shared it with them and asked them to kind of go listen to it. And, and because of that, I had this really great conversation this week. I didn't intend uh, to really start my uh, episode with this, but it's, it's just great how social media and a podcast and a conversation and mentors and friends and people that you're accountable to can lead you to other, uh, other people and other stories and, um, and other lessons, right? Uh, the one thing that I've said in many of my other episodes is the things that really impact you are the books you read and the people you meet. Um, and, and you could probably expand that, right? The podcast you li- like, I listened to a podcast this week and I've got my notebook here in front of me and I, I, and I'm working very hard to just continue to take notes every, every day on, on people and concepts and ideas and takeaways and things I can do better personally and professionally as a parent with my teams professionally and all this sort of stuff. Um, you know, but the people you meet in the books you read, right? So I'm trying to make sure that I'm consuming great content. Um, I'm, we're, we're 12 days in right? We're 12 days into January. Um, and I am continuing to just consume great content. I'm, I'm continuing to on the goals and, and objectives and initiatives that I have for 2023. And I'm still on point, right? We're 12 pages into a 12. I look at it this way. I look at it as a 12 chapter book and I'm on chapter one, January, and I am 12 pages into this chapter and there's 31 pages in this chapter. Every page isn't perfect. Every page may be incomplete. Every page may not be exactly what I want, but there's a, there's a, I'm turning the page for page 13 tomorrow and it's got, and I've just got to kick ass, you know, and you have to be accountable. It's like my wife woke up this morning and said, man, you didn't run yesterday, right? I'm on page 12, page 11, maybe not exactly everything I wanted, right? There was a lot going on yesterday. I had a great day, uh, knocked out a lot of things. My, uh, my running and my, and and some of the things I'm doing uh, to start the new year wasn't one of them, but to circle back is, you know, because of my friend kind of mass mailing his team and saying, listen to this, some people reached out to me on LinkedIn and because they reached out to me on LinkedIn, I got this great story from, you know um, you know, it's who you celebrate with, right? You've got to celebrate. You've got to have your wins. You've got to celebrate. You've got to acknowledge that you're moving the needle, that you're impacting people, that you're a change agent, that you're making things better for yourself, for your team, for your product, for your business, for your organization. And then you've got to be able to have people to celebrate that with, even if it's somebody you don't know. Right. So this gentleman reached out to me and made some comments uh, about the podcast and, uh, you know, maybe some takeaways that he had. But then he went in to, you know, explain to me, you know, uh, what he does and he essentially was telling me some great things that he's done uh, uh, where he's currently at and other places he's worked and how uh, proud he is of that. Right. And I think you should be, I think you should be, um, you know, proud of these things that you're doing in your life with your organizations and then making sure you have an audience of people that you trust um, that are going to really listen to that celebration and acknowledge you for that celebration. I think that's important. And this was a guy that I don't even know. 
And I was sitting there going, man, this is great, man. This guy's knocking it out of the park. He has a great manager, leader, or, you know, boss, whatever, whatever phrase you you're comfortable using. Right. And it was, uh, it was really cool. And I was that, that, uh, that was really good for me from somebody I don't know to have him celebrate that with me because I was like, really like, man, that's cool. Right. But it was really him feeding me a little bit. Like, am I having that impact where I'm at? Am I that change agent where I'm at? Am I making things better with the people where I am at with whatever professionally, with the team, with coaching, with my friends, with whatever, right? Are we having, um, you know, am I proud of those things that we're doing? And my, you know, hopefully my answer is yes, that we are, uh, that I, I feel that way. Um, but making sure that we can acknowledge that. And then the other thing would be, man, do you have an organization where you're allowed to do that? Do you have not Now, the person that is leading this gentleman that reached out to me, I know him really well. And I know the environment that he has created because I know him. I know his heart. I know his intent. I know his ambitions and things of that nature. So I know um, that he's doing that. Right. But uh, you, if you're listening to this as a leader. Uh, do you create that environment for celebration? Do you create that environment where you could sit there with your folks and they feel, one, are they acknowledged for it? Two, are they willing to say, man, we did this. I did this, right? I'm not a big I, me, my guy. I, me, my, you know, that I did this or I'm doing like, but you, you've you got to be able to celebrate it, right? You've got to be able to celebrate it. You know, the there's always a time for I, me, my. And, and, and now I'm just, as I talk this out, maybe change even how I feel about that a little bit. Right. Um, you know, I have a buddy that I've talked about for a while, um, that, that works for lifetime fitness and he listens to the podcast on his way to work. So the acknowledgement of him, right. But man, he knows he can celebrate with me. He knows it. And, and it is, I'm doing this and I, I we, you know, he, he does frame it. We're doing this because it is his company. It is his, um, property. It is what he's doing. Right. But, you know, but he knows he's got somebody to me that he can come to and celebrate. And likewise with me, right. That when, then when I, when I feel something's going well, you, you need to be able to have that. Right. And so uh, hopefully you're creating that environment as a leader. It's not necessarily where I thought we'd be starting the conversation today, but it's, uh, but that was impactful, right? Part of this podcast is me. And when we do get into guests, it's definitely going to be their story. Um, but part of all of this is my, uh, when I'm learning this notebook, this big notebook, I've ended up getting a, big notebook. Usually I have this kind of letter size thing, but now I've got this huge sketchbook in front of me, which is great. I'm taking notes from a variety of people today. It's Gary V early in the morning. Um, and, you know, Ed Molitor, who's a, a mentor and friend of mine and his podcast, you should go check out at the athletics of business, but it's really to take these things that I'm learning and, uh, and just kind of give that story or the conversations I'm having. And this was a conversation I had, um, the other day with the, with my friend that sent that email out to his team and then that that acknowledgement back. But I ended up talking with him. But this is what hit me. And I've had this conversation with, um, you know, with people over drinks or a meal or whatever it is when we start talking about leadership and we start talking about being an effective leader. And when I was talking with uh, my friend in a gym this week, uh, we started talking uh, uh, about his team. And, uh, and I was really thankful. Right. I mean, that's what started it. I was like, hey, you know what, man, thank you for sending that email. Right. You know, just sharing, sharing any value I'm able to give, right? It's it, one of the things I heard this week about podcasts is how therapeutic they are um, to, to people like myself that are hosting these things, right? It is therapeutic that, you know, I get to take this content and really get to think about what I'm doing and how I'm leading and the people uh, to, so we can make this better and I can be a better leader, right? Um, 
but when I was talking with him, it was just being thankful for him sending that off. But we ended up talking about where he used to be, where he's at now, who went with him from where he was at. Right. And, and that really triggered. And I looked at him, I was like, there's my next, like, that's the next podcast. That's the next thing to talk about. Although there's other things here in front of me to get into. Right. But think about this as a leader. So to really do a, and and for me to do a better job with this, think of yourself as a leader. And I'm going to, um, uh, you know, and paint this on my brother. I talk about my brother a fair amount in the, in the last, ep- uh, the last podcast we had out from the cube. Haven't mentioned him here. Um, you, know, you know, my brother and I are very close. He's a, uh, you know, um, kind of a hero of mine. Um, he's a little bit older than me. I'm turning 50 here shortly. And my brother's, uh, what year is it? He'll be 53 or something this year. Right. So, and we're very close with one another. And the thing I admire a lot, I admire a lot of things about my brother, but one, a professional thing I admire about him. My brother was working for a company here in the St. Louis area and was probably there for eight plus years. Um, my brother built a number of things um, off hours here in St. Louis in the technical community and um, something called, um, uh, boy, I can't even remember what it was called now. Um, but he built some user groups and he built some global things that are still have traction on them. And I, I kind of for, um, forgetting right now what that was called. Um, Inetta. Inetta. So it was kind of this Microsoft thing, something called Inetta. I ha- it's been a while since I've been a part of the kind of that circle. So I don't know if those are still around or not, but definitely user groups are. My brother kind of was instrumental in getting some of that going here in the St. Louis area and things like that, which is really cool. Right. But he worked at this place for a while. Then he got a new job, got a new job, really didn't want to leave where he was at. He had built this amazing team, uh, was building amazing products, um, was really happy, had great leadership, was a great leader himself. And really, if you were to, you know, in, in the world, in the St. Louis community, right, people could would say, and I don't, you know, it's maybe one or two people said this, that doesn't mean it was felt throughout the community, right? But it was this thing of that he had maybe arguably one of the better technical teams in St. Louis. He had amazing people, amazing people building amazing products. Right. And he was an amazing leader and people were kind of gravitating towards him because he was this great leader building great products and took care of his people. Right. But then he leaves and he goes to another company out totally outside the space he was in. And over time when he was allowed to, and what was uh, required legally and with contracts, whatever it might be, some of those people, most of, not all of them, not all of them. I'm not going to use the word all, but the people he was really good, how he built that team all ended up where he's at. Some left, some came back, et cetera, right? Um, and I had this conversation with people of, as a leader, if you were to leave, who's going with you? When you go sit down with your people, your team, the people that you're working with right now, and if you were to pull your team together right now, Like put yourself in that chair, put yourself in that room where you're like telling your team, Hey, I'm sorry to say this, but you all have been great. We've done amazing work here. We've built great products. We've sold great cars. We've won a lot of basketball games. We've installed a lot of et cetera X on, you know, across the globe doing this, this, and this, but I, I, I'm leaving. I'm taking a new position. And then who, like, I, I, I don't know if this is true, but I wonder when that happens, when people sit there and say in their minds, if I were to hear 
somebody say that. Say, take the coaching. Say my head coach comes in and I am a, an assistant. And maybe I didn't know this. And he gets together with the staff and he's sitting there and he's the head coach at, you know, say he's the head coach at Mizzou, you know, University of Missouri here in Columbia, right? Uh, not here in Columbia, but in, in the state of Missouri, right? And let's say he gets his staff together and he says, okay, well, I'm now taking and I'm going to become the head coach at the University of Texas. So, uh, you know, maybe that's a better job, right? I think it probably is, right? So he takes this. I wonder if that staff sits there and says, I'm going to Texas. I'm going with them. Like, like this is my guy. This is who I work for. This is this guy brings crazy value to me. And, and because of the work we've done here at Missouri, we are now going, I am going with him. Or I will do whatever it takes to go with him. I'm not sitting around saying, you know, I'm going to go find a different job or I'm out of a job or whatever it might be. You might sit there and say, maybe, you know, I'm out of a job, but Hey, I'm going with them. I think that's what coaches think, right? I need to visit with them so I can go with them. Cause that is, he's my guy. That's my leader. That's my coach. That's my mentor. That's my friend. That's my whatever. And I'm going with them. So when you do that professionally, and I believe it happens professionally that you sit there and say, Hey, wherever that guy goes, I'm going with him. And it may not be that day when he um when he packs his suitcase and he takes off and he or she leaves their job that you're going with them. But when the time is right, when that phone rings, hey, George, I just took this job here. I've been here six months. This place is amazing. I'm turning it around. I really need you. I need you. Like, let's go have lunch. Let's go have coffee. Are you now? So the question is. Are you the leader that when you leave an organization, literally what, you're like one person, 10 people, or everybody says, man, I, I, I want to go with him or her? Are you that type of leader? Or are you the leader that when you leave, people are like, Whew, man, I hope we get somebody good in here. Hey, George, I need you to, no, no chance. Like, hey, like you, and you do all the professional narrative and language and you're not burning bridges and you're trying to be great, but like, no, no. Right. I would want to be a coach or a leader or a mentor to people that know I care about them. They know my intent. They know my heart. They know I care about them more than anything professionally. Right. That I really care like this professional family, right? Like the idea of like, we're a family. I think that's very hard in the, in the professional world, but I do like the phrase, my professional family. And my professional family maybe doesn't even work for me, right? There's a gentleman that just left our company a month ago. Great guy. One of the best people I've met personally and a, an amazing person uh, that became a mentor to me and, and just was really supportive and acknowledging and, and provided great um, value to me as a person, right? And he left and he, uh, we haven't been with him for a month plus now, but He's part of my professional family. Of course he is. People I worked with 10 years ago are part of my professional family, right? So um, so you do have that family. So you can build that, right? So when you leave, who's going with you is kind of the thing. When you leave, and maybe that'll be the title of the show. When you leave, who is going with you? Now, I'm not saying you need to go poach everybody. I'm not, don't misconstrue this. It's just this mental image that you do. Like if I were to leave here, would 
those five people go with me? Or would they be thankful I'm gone? Now, I'm not saying that's how you measure, judge, determine, gauge, whatever the word would be, right, of, of how you are as a leader or anything like that. But if I were given a keynote to a leadership group, that is something I might bring up, right? It might not be the whole point of the conversation, but when my friend was talking to me, he told me, he was, I, I, this is what happened. Um, I, I gave you the, the example of my brother, right? Um, the, and, and why would people leave? Why would my brother be at a place where he's happy, where everybody else is happy, where everybody's making a very good living, where whatever, right? And then my brother leaves, goes somewhere else, and all of a sudden, four, five, ten, I don't know how many, like, let's just say it's five people. Those five people end up in time and going back to him. You know, it's the understanding, the values, the mission, the contribution, the pay, you know, being taken care of, being treated, uh, you know, being treated well, being acknowledged well, being really skilled at your craft. Like there's all that, right? So when my friend and I go, hey, man, I really appreciate you sending that email off. And so-and-so reached out to me and we had a conversation on LinkedIn and it was amazing. And he celebrated some of his wins when you guys, and were you guys together at such and such place? Yep. Yep. I was with him there. And then you left there and went to where you're currently at. Yep. And he went with you. Yep. And I was like, that's awesome. Right. Let's go do great things here at Missouri. Let's go do great things at Texas. And let's do it together. I'll take care of you. I'll mentor you. You mentor me. Let's have at the end of the, you know, on a, on a, on a, on an athletic level, not that you don't on a professional level, right? But here's the question, man, are you like chasing memories, chasing wins, chasing, you know, those moments professionally? Cause I think you do athletically. I think you do athletically, right? When you're sitting around saying, man, like the same buddy, right? The same buddy I have that I'm in the gym talking with, right? And I, be I believe he listens to all these podcasts, so he knows who he is. <laughs> He's a good friend of mine. But listen, when we could sit there and say, hey, remember when our kids did this, this, and this, and this? Because we do a lot of basketball. And we've got these great moments and memories, right? They, which, which then just kind of have these feelings about what our kids have done, right? And we have these shared moments and memories with one another, not just him and I, but like with this whole organization that we do with basketball, right? So it's really cool, but I, and hopefully you have that professionally, right? But it's this idea of like, hey, you take these, these moments and memories of doing great things with one another and being able to say, hey, we did this here. Let's go over here. And I need you to go with me. Yep. You value me. Um, you're my professional family. You make me feel significant. We're doing amazing things. We've created these great moments and memories together. Doesn't mean things are always perfect. Doesn't mean that there's not conflict. Doesn't mean there's not tough conversation, but it means like, man, like, like you're my leader, you're my coach, you're my mentor, and I've got development to do and you're getting greatness out of me. And that was a kind of the second thing to talk. So, I mean, that was impactful to me. So really think about that for yourself and your teams. Who would go with you? Who would go with you if you left? Or who would be grateful you're leaving? Because maybe the next person is going to bring better leadership, better language, better, uh, better, uh, you know, um, uh, accountability and better recognition and acknowledgement. Acknowledgement was the word I was looking for. You know, I, it doesn't matter how old you get. 
So you leaders out there that are listening to this, my buddy that's driving the lifetime and my buddy that, you know, you know, uh, you know, sent the email off, like, you know, these guys that are listening to this, you know, making sure that you are just really providing that, uh, that value and the acknowledgement, right? It doesn't matter how old those people are that work for you. Everybody wants, Hey, George, great job on this. Great job on this. You know, everybody wants to, uh, my buddy, uh, Ed Molitor, I call him coach Molitor. He used to be a basketball coach, coach Molitor up in Chicago. Right. He, and I, I don't have these notes right in front of me and I won't get it right. And it rolls off him very easily because it's his values and all that. But the idea that everybody wants to feel like they are contributing, that they are valued and that they are doing meaningful, meaningful, meaningful work every day that moves them towards greatness. Right. So are they valued? Are they contributing? And are they doing meaningful work. That is what everybody wants. So you as leaders driving in, listening to this, right? Even for myself and the teams I work with, man, can we make sure that we're, uh, that people are providing value and that, that, that we're making sure they know they're providing value, that they are providing value that, and that they know they are of value and that they are contributing. And the other thing, you know, uh, there's many different little, you know, words that we could all throw in here and phrasing and all this, right. And, and maybe it gets too lengthy at times, but Man, I'm really driven by acknowledgement, right? This great guy. So the, the gentleman I mentioned earlier that works with me where I used to work, that's been gone for a month. He, he, he was impactful to me in many ways. And I think he started listening to this podcast. So I appreciate you if you're listening to this. But one of the lessons that he left with me was the idea that the, the, and he told me this, I don't believe he did it. He may have done it or he started doing it, but it was somebody else. Whenever they started a meeting, they started the meeting off with acknowledgement of somebody or something. Every meeting, any meeting, any meeting. Hey, George, you did this. Hey, Justin, you did this. Hey, Dave, you did this. Billy, Joe, Sally, you all did like, and that, I think that's a great way to start a meeting. Hey, before we get going, Joey, you did a great job with this last week, or I, I recognize this. And I think it was really like, but that just kind of gets the room going a little bit. Right. Right. It gets the room going. It gets the practice going. It gets the meeting going. Right. Um, I saw this this week. It's amazing how, where your mind goes with all this. I saw this on Twitter or something this week. It was um, how I don't know the school and I, I want to say Richmond, but it wasn't. Uh, so there's like this mid-major division one school and how they start every practice. And maybe you saw this, the group that, you know, whoever listens to this, maybe you saw it on Twitter, but a lot of my Twitter is filled with a lot of basketball, a lot of leadership type stuff, right? So this basketball practice starts with the team, the team circling the court. They're dribbling basketballs. Maybe some are just running. They're in their practice gear. They circle the court. And then when they make the full circle around, when they're on one end, the staff, the coaches, the trainers, whomever there is in support, of and on staff that is not a player so at some of these division one schools it's not two people it's it could be 10 people that are all in there supporting these athletes they form two lines that you would see when starting lineups are announced and they run through the two lines with them cheering clapping high-fiving pats on the back and then they all roll into center circle and they all you know you know bring their hands in and say team and rah, 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 kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, that's kind of cool. Like, I'm not, I don't think we'll do that. I'm, I'm not sitting around thinking that because we're, you know, we're, we're with the athletic athletes that we work with, it is two people, right. Or three people. Right. So 
Uh, but I thought that was pretty cool, right? That you start a meeting with acknowledgement, that you start a practice with some encouragement and acknowledgement and enthusiasm and encourage, like, man, that's impactful. Like you just kind of create the energy for the meeting or for the practice, right? So I got off point a little bit there, typically do with the that. The other thing to, so just to, just to kind of go back to kind of the bullet point of this, who's going with you when you leave? Who would want to? Or who's grateful, you're, who, who's glad, you know, who's calling their wife saying, oh, he or she's gone. They're going somewhere else. And there's this ex exhale. This may get better. This may get better. Or, man, we just lost the best person, right? When my buddy left and he was a leader to me and a mentor to me and a friend to me, it was like, oh, dang it, right? You know, these people leave, right? But then it's like, how can we work together? What can we do? I enjoyed this, man. You were important to me. You're, you're important to the organization. You're important to whatever you do next. Right. So have those, just think about that. I thought that was really good because of, you know, and the example that hit me this week was my friend, but the example I continue to think about is, you know, my brother, but it's also what you see in the athletic arena when people leave, um, and move places, uh, and, and change jobs and things of that nature. The other thing to bring up were, 29 minutes in, I mean, that might be it, but then maybe I won't hit too long on this, or at least that's what I typically say. The other thing that was in my notes to bring up, and I I've hit on this a little bit, right? Um, if you're, we're all leaders, we're all interacting with people. You don't need the title, the parking spot, the paycheck, the bonus structure, right? To the gentleman that reached out to me on LinkedIn, I don't know what his position title was, where he was at, but man, did he make some change positive organizational change. And I like this comment and I think it's okay. Like I had this lady on my podcast two years ago and I really, it was impactful to me, this conversation I had with this lady and I don't, she was a CEO or a, a leader of a company. And she kept telling me how great of a leader she was. And she kept saying she was an expert. And I was like, and I don't know if I use that language. I don't know if I would use that language on myself where I would sit here and say, you know, I'm a leadership expert. I'm a team dynamic coach expert, expert. Like I'm the, you know, expert, the best at, like, I don't know if I'd ever say the best at, and she didn't use that language. Right. Um, but I, that, that language has always been interesting to me. Right. But as I, I, when I got off the call with her, I looked at her, I was like, that's impactful to me. It's great that you think that, and it's great that you are that because you deserve it and because you've paid your dues and because you're studying, it doesn't mean you're the best at it. doesn't mean you're not going to get better at it. doesn't mean that you're not humble enough to learn from other people, but you're just great at it. So this, this gentleman that sent me this note was telling me about all this change and, and he, what the comment he made to me, and it was great comment. He was like, those that didn't do it suffered. And now that's not verbatim. The leaders that didn't make these changes to their teams, this is how I took it, right? He said it differently, right? Those that didn't do it didn't have the impact that those that did. We had this great committee. I led it. We had these things that we were going to do, and they got better. And those that just weren't into it didn't get better. And they suffered. And I'm like, ah, good for you. Good for you to recognize that and own it, and you led it, and it's okay to say it. Like, it's okay to say you're an expert. It's okay to say, uh, you know, that um, – that you're getting better and that you, you made this change. Right. Um, so it's okay to say that. So I thought that was really impactful. The thing that really hit on for me in just a few minutes here and how that impacted me is when you're leading those people under you, 
and the friend i've said this in the, one of the first three episodes maybe every episode but i really want because maybe this is what i want to hear today from me what i want to hear today from me is all those people professionally that you work with and i'm talking to myself so as you drive to work just say this to the, yourself all these people that work for me and they don't work for me so let's start over all those people that work with me all those athletes that I work with have a next level of greatness. There's another level to their greatness professionally. Some people, not all, some people, some people that you work with are just okay with where they're at. That's unfortunate. There's still a way to get them to their next level of greatness. There's still a way to inspire, motivate, and lead. But everybody's got, and I do. What's my next level of greatness? What's my next thing I need to do to get to my next level of greatness? And if you rolled around, right? If you had t-shirts made, right? I always say one of two things when I kind of like a phrase, like I'm going to put that on a t-shirt or I'm going to write a country song, right? That's a great album cover for my country music career I'm going to take off with, right? But What's my next level of greatness? What's your next level of greatness? How can I help you achieve your next level of greatness? Next level of greatness, right? And so like, like my, my buddies that listen to this work, like those people, how, how, what do I need to do? What can I say? What can I, uh, what kind of value can I bring? What kind of conversation do we need to have? How do I need to confront? How do I need to hold these people accountable? What, what values, what accountability, what standards, what bullet points do we need to create? Like my buddy that's at Lifetime where he's, you know, uh, he's in charge of the whole operation, the whole thing, putting out fires all day long, probably, right? But he's got these people around him that want to be great. You're in the fitness world. You're in the fitness world. People are lifting and have, you know, and it's January 12th and people are still, still trying to hammer out their, you know, their, um, their resolutions, right? And so my buddy that's up there is trying to get his group to the next level of greatness so they can coach, lead, and mentor and inspire those that are customers to their next level of greatness, whatever those, those goals might be, and to keep them doing it, right? But how do you do that? You know, like listening to podcasts, reading books, talking to people, books you read, people you meet, to circle back to the beginning of this, right? So how can we do that? And man, if we had that in our mind, if we really had this, this mindset of, of service of what do you need? How can I help? What do, what do you want to do for 2023? So my friend that sent that email around part of his email that he sent out was what is your word for the year? So my word for the year is bigger and I'm sitting around thinking about it all the time. And when anything enters my mind, I, I dropped my kids off this morning to school on the drive back. I'm just no radio, no music, just me and deep thought on the, on the drive back. And I had these crazy thoughts and I'm hoping I execute on these thoughts, on these action items, on these things I'm thinking, right? I get excited, send my wife a text. Hey, this is what I'm thinking. Like, we need to talk. This is, these are things I'm thinking about. And I hope I execute on those things because it's my word of the year is bigger. Last year, 2022, George, cool good thought. Let's move on. Like not going to happen. Not going to do it. Won't not important. 
don't have the time, don't have the resources, you know, not going to move the needle, isn't going to do anything like, boy, like all that's going to happen, right? Next level of greatness, next level of greatness. Me personally, the people I hang out with, the, the mentors I have, the people online, the content I read, the books I read, reading this book right now here in front of me, David Goggins, never finished all the content, all the motivation in there to help me get to my next level of greatness. So the point is this, and trying to keep these to be around 40 or so minutes as it takes you to get to work, right? But who's going with you? And, and like, you can answer that with a bunch of names, right? But the reality is you need to, you need to be that type of leader. So what do you do? Culture, environment, contribution, value, acknowledgement, standards, accountability, friendship, professional family, like all that, right? That's all part of it. And it's hopefully what this podcast is about. It's hopefully what I'm studying. It's hopefully the other podcast you're listening to, but, and everybody's a leader, right? One of the best things somebody that I remember, and I, it's funny, the things that popped into your head, and this is a 25 to what am I? This is a 25 year old conversation. I was trying to get a job to be a head basketball coach at a university. And that's hard to do. It's hard to do. And that was a life's ambition and dream of mine to become a head coach, head basketball coach at a university. And I believe I was interviewing or something like that. And I remember one of my players that where I was at as an assistant, and this was not in any way, shape or form, a criticism of where he was currently at. It was just an acknowledgement of the relationship and the connection that I had with this player. And he looked at me and he's like, if you leave, I'm going with you. It was not, it was not in any way, shape or form an indictment of where he was currently at. Cause where we were at, we were killing it. We were really good and we had great leadership, great mentoring and, and great development of our athletes and of our coaching staff. Right. But it was that, Hey, if you leave, I'm going with you, man. What a, Imagine how that made me feel, right? So there's all that. Then there's the next thing of everybody that you come into contact with, especially the people that you're having one-on-ones with, especially the people that you're writing objectives with, especially the people that you are leading, where it's not about a release, but it's about them and their development and their contribution and their value to the team. I'm a hope that you sit there and you really look at them. And even if you don't put it on a t-shirt or a country music song, if you sit there and just think in your mind when you're doing your one-on-ones, what's your next level of greatness? How can I help this person? So at the end of the year, they sit there and say, man, I'm significantly better. I'm significantly better because of you, this organization, this, this business line that we're a part of, whatever it might be, right? This sales team, right? This is crazy good. Right. So those are like the things that were kind of in my notes, the things that are top of mind. Um, I'm going to wrap this up so I don't keep it so much around. I think the last couple of podcasts have been around 58 minutes or so. I'm not quite there yet putting this on YouTube. I'm looking at the video here on my screen as we wrap this up and I'm looking at all the insulation and the framing in my basement here that I've got to get done. And we've got to get some drywall up and get mudding and taping in. Got to think bigger in 2023. And it relates to my basement as well. But listen, this is what I would, this is my ask. My ask is this, and I, maybe it's going to be my every episode ask, right? I, I am thinking bigger. I'm thinking bigger on my 2023. Why not go for it? If nobody listens to this and I create 200 more episodes and now I'm sitting around 400 episodes and I'm having 
great uh, thoughts that impact me. I'm not saying they're great thoughts. I'm just saying things that impact me and having a conversation, even if it's just sitting here by myself, having a conversation, right? If I could be doing that, I know I've got three children that will have this trail of things that I'm thinking about, and maybe that will help them later in life. But the things I'm, I'm thinking bigger. So I'm going to continue to do this. And like the things I'm thinking right now is, you know, um, I, I, the, the technology is going to be amped up. I'm going to have this website. We're going to be doing things. I'm going to be uh, giving things away in terms of my notes. I'm going to be soliciting uh, to get email addresses and have you go fill out a form. So once a week or twice a week, you can get my notes. If you don't know about my notes, I'm not saying they're great. It's content that I consume. They are notes that I create. And they are notes that I typically put up on LinkedIn. So go to my LinkedIn page and just scroll through my feed and you'll see notes that I take from Coach, Coach Molitor or Gary V or Ed Milet or David Goggins or whomever, right? Wherever I, the content I am consuming, I take notes on everything. I have a yearly notebook typically and I take notes and what I'm going to be doing is going to be distributing my notes out. That's one thing I was thinking on the drive this morning, like, I was impacted by a podcast um, uh, from uh, an Ed Milet podcast with a guest that he ha uh, that he had on uh, recently, and I'm going to have more more on that later. Um, but it, but that's that impact me. Like, man, how can I do that? How can I provide more? How can I give stuff away? How can I provide some value and some content? Um, so, and that's one thing we're looking at doing, right? But the ask I have to circle back to that, the ask I have is just go to my LinkedIn page. Just do that. Do me that that service when you're on LinkedIn or however you're consuming this, Spotify or the embedded player or Apple or Google or whatever it might be. But then go to my LinkedIn page, right? And when you go to my LinkedIn page, send me a note. Or when I post this on LinkedIn, this episode, could you reshare it? Could you like it? Could you put a comment so we can start a conversation, right? And um, tell, me, tell me what you're celebrating. Tell me what's going well. Tell me... Tell me what is going well for you right now and celebrate it. And let's, let's get a conversation going and, and really let people know the value that you have to your organization, your company, to yourselves, to your team and all that sort of stuff. So please do that for me. That's my only ask, right? Um, listen, but connect with me on LinkedIn. I appreciate those that are supporting this podcast. I appreciate like my friend that put an email together, crafted an email, had his distribution channels up there, attached me to it, sent it out, had some great things and nice things to say. Um, and I appreciated that a lot. So anything you can do like that is always appreciated. But again, the two bullet points, right? If you leave, who's going with you? If you leave, who's happy, you're gone. And two, those people that you're looking at, that you're having one-on-ones with, the teams that you're working with, those that are just walking your halls, those that are on your email distribution list, every single one of them has a next level of greatness. Every single one of them. And here's the other phrase. I am wrapping this up. Here's the other phrase. If you're taking notes or whatever, and I, I go through my own podcast and take notes on the phrasing uh, because uh, much, if not all of this is stolen, but I do like this and I don't know where I heard it from and maybe I came up with it. If not me, then whom? If not me, then whom? If I'm leading this group and there's greatness in this person, if they're not going to get it from me, then whom? Who are they going to get it from? the athletes that we're working with, the people we work with professionally. If not me, then whom? And then if you're going to sit there and say it's somebody else, somebody else, somebody else, then maybe you're the type of leader they're glad you're leaving. Maybe you're not the leader that they're saying, wherever you go, 
I'm there. Wherever you go, my resume is polished. I've got you on speed dial. I'm hitting you up on teams. I'm sending like wherever you go, I'm going. Right. Are you that type of leader? Or are you like, well, I'm glad he's leaving. Because if you sit there and say, if not me, then whom? And you've got next level greatness in you. And I'm going to help you get it out because by me helping you get it out, I'll get it out of myself and you will inspire me. Right. How cool is that? Right. So listen, connect with me on LinkedIn. Please share this if you can. Um, really appreciate all the support. And I really have enjoyed those that are holding me accountable to this. I enjoy this a lot and we'll continue to do it. Look for the next episode on Tuesday and we're going to start carving up and getting guests. I guess the other thing I would say as an ask is if you're interested in being a guest, just connect with me on LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn and say, man, I would love to have a conversation with you. I appreciate the podcast, the message, the audience, the content, the conversation, all that. And I would love to sit down with you and it's as easy as giving you a link and it's as easy as press and record. All right. Appreciate all the support though with this. Take care and have a great rest of the week.